0: Get out of it before Harrison fucking crashes into a mountain with his plane <coughs> these days. Fuck.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's past the point where we could mistake him for George of the Jungle, you know. Right, yeah. you know. But well, maybe if you t- take man. him with him,
0: he's you know? such an experienced pilot that both of those things that he got into probably would have killed most lesser pilots. But uh, yeah, still, I think what from what I read, the last one sounded like it might have been his fault. <laughs>
1: The last one sounds like it may be age getting to him, so...
0: Yeah. You know. There's something I'm upset for not letting 80-year-olds drive even automobiles. I'm sorry if that's <laughs> ageist, but it's just kind of math. <laughs> I, I don't mean, want people to let me be driving when I'm 80, should I make it that
1: far. <laughs> there's a there's a reason why I don't drive, at least kind of. Um, I know I really should get around to learning or something, but um, nah. I do remember at one point... <laughs> at one point um, I was really ridiculously tired and I hadn't really slept much and I think we accidentally ran over a cat on the way there yeah. but we were hit. Uh, my dad was taking me to um, uh, go-kart racing um, somewhere and I was a little late because we couldn't find the place, you know, and we possibly ran over a cat, still very sad <laughs> uh, so we, we finally got there um, my dad dropped me off, went inside, and I got a test lap. You know, everyone else had done theirs. I going, okay. And I was so freaking tired, I, I, I kind of forgot to turn and nearly <laughs> went through a tire wall.
0: At least you're only I, a go-kart. I mean. Yeah. But that that's kind of my yeah. point.
1: The fact that I was tired enough and driving that I forgot to turn. Okay. Yeah.
0: learning the relatively easy way yeah well, well uh, yeah.
1: so but relatively had I been driving an actual car and there yeah. was an actual wall I don't think things would have gone as well
2: no well, no at, at least you hit a tire wall when
1: I did that
0: I mm. sent about five hay bales flying 20 feet into the air. I got you both beat. I feel like we're in the scene from Jaws right now, but I've got you both beat. Um, you I'm, had we'll, actual car trouble? We'll, we'll probably slap this on the... Uh, shit, I've had a car catch on fire underneath me before. That wasn't even the story I was going for. Um, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll go Go, no cards.
1: <clears throat> I'm, I'm pretty sure I've driven in a car without a floor.
0: Yeah, well, most of mine are old enough to have questionable floors. But, um <laughs> No, I I used to take some fairly hefty road trips to go see bands and such. And under not ideal medicated circumstances at times (laughs) uh, or ideal, depending on your perspective. But I used to have some, you know, moments of, of nodding out. And I swear, I don't know where I think I was traveling back from like. Who knows? Pennsylvania, I think, is the state I was in, which is one of the reasons I hate Pennsylvania. But in this case, I guess it served me well. Because I swear, I I nodded off and somehow ended up taking the exit that I was supposed to take while sleeping. I'm not... I wouldn't even say this if I was making it up. It just It still astounds me how I'm not dead in a ditch. Maybe I am. Maybe this is all just my final moments. Um,
1: (laughs) The thing is, though, you can be tired enough to not really be aware of what you're doing, but still be aware enough that you're um, kind of able to drive. Apparently.
0: Um, Well, I used to drive taxi for 12 hours a night. And yeah, by the end of my shift, I wasn't even calculating. I was not in control. It was all muscle memory after a while. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I have heard stories of people who've been, you know, driving ridiculous distances who have ended up being pulled over by people mm-hmm. just to kind of check to see where, you know, the police have pulled them over and check to see where they're going, and only to inform them that, you know, they're like 200 miles off where they were trying to get to. That, that could have, very, they, that could have happened to me. They were too freaking tired, yeah. you know. Well, so that's pretty attention. much
0: what would have happened to me, but somehow yeah. my, what was left of my conscious brain knew the exit to take. Hmm. <laughs> So, yay. Yeah. I'm, mute. Like, I'm
1: pretty sure I've played video games in my sleep before.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, I frequently dream my video games, so I guess that would work both ways. But we should, like, probably start this. Um... Probably. <laughs> yeah, it's, your, it's, your, it's your rodeo, boss. No. Yeah. Um, I, I was actually looking forward to it not being my <laughs> rodeo and for all you guys to be talking about handouts. Yes.
1: well I, I, apparently that's be, the, the show has been kind of um, what do you call it enough um, definitive enough in or prominent enough in check and Eddie's head that he got himself a PSP
0: mm. <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we should do think, this all in-show, because now I have, like, a five-minute intro before we actually start well, the show, which I'm probably going to leave in anyway,
1: because it was fun. This kind of thing, I think we should probably just see it for, you know, one, when Luke's here, and B, when we're actually talking about handhelds, so. yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, so, so we're
0: doing not... handhelds and not favorite games, okay. No, we're doing what... Oh, we're, no, we're of, doing favorite we're, games. We're doing basically, yeah, what are you playing now, and, you know... Just a mini Anything review.
1: else we can come up with? Yeah, I've got a little.
0: I've got a page here. Upcoming releases. We'll touch on a couple of those if I recognize any of them. Um, <laughs> I can babble. We can all babble. Um, yeah. But hi, welcome to another. No councils for old men, and it's been a while. And my name is Scott McGregor, Scott 2.0. and I'm I'm going to start right off by apologizing that this is so late. Um, Other things happen, and I'm here with my co-host Dave Walker, Hello. apparently still likes me enough to to show up because I do feel bad about our output on this. I've started a few weekly shows lately, as hopefully some of you know, and um, they're unfortunately taking more time than I thought they would. But uh, Dave kicked me in the ass again, as usual, and said we need to do a podcast, and we had a couple of our, our listeners um, suggest some things, and we, we planned our, a nice show for you all tonight, but man plans and God laughs, so um, the people we wanted, we were going to have the return of Dr. Bill Robinson for you tonight, but that's not happening, so if you're too disappointed after that, you might as well just turn off right now. Hey, that just
1: leaves them something to look forward to in the future. We I will get him. him. We we, we, will we will get him. Always. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, he's,
0: he's locked. We made him sign the blood contract already, so it's it's, it's definitely happening. And, and Luke, Jack, and Eddie is going to join us for another one. Um, but tonight we're just going to kind of do what me and Bill used to call our, our, our potluck podcast. Um, but something that I've been wanting to, to do is a, uh, kind of a feature. Um as well. But we, we are joined by a co host tonight, um, our guest, whatever you want to call it. It's podcasting. You mm-hmm. know there are no rules here, man. But Aaron Henley, brand new uh victim of the Two True Freaks Network. Um <laughs> uh, how you doing Aaron? He does uh, Tangents abound on I think the website is Two True Freaks You can find it. Yay. And also tangentsabound.lipson.com. Yeah. Ooh. Lipson. You're, you're in the big leagues now, son. <laughs> no, i well,
2: As I said in my last episode, <laughs> I'm keeping both feeds up because everyone yeah. I
0: know just knows where Lipson you. is. You're, you're still new enough that I still get to bust on you, Aaron. So. Uh, and I'll, actually, I'll be after be still, and I'm happy to be. You could be around five years and actually I'll still bust on you because that's how I tell people I like them because get some damage Yay. that way. Yes,
1: I don't mind being called proby. <laughs> but we don't get to smack you on the back of the head, though.
0: No, that's the only thing far wrong away. with this internet thing. You don't get to do the whole, you know, Greek uh, letter paddle initiations. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Assume the position. You know, it's something we need to work on. We need a, a yearly conference where we get all the newbies in and, and go through the, the satanic rituals and all that good stuff. Uh <laughs> So, this is No consoles. That took a dark turn, didn't it? Uh, well,
1: st- still lighter than some things.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, thoughts and prayers with all the victims of all the horrible shit going on in the world lately. I'm not even going to start mentioning them all because it's too big of a list these days. Uh, but I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight we're going to kind of just talk about what are we playing now. You know, it's going to every time I pick up a new game, which is far too frequently, um, I'm you know always be like, oh man, I kind of wish I could talk to somebody about this instead of just playing it for hours and hours. Uh, and so I think we'll start working this into the show anyway, and just do a mm-hmm. few every month. Um, And we'll give you a little news on upcoming releases and stuff. Uh, And and I have no plan further than that, because this was actually supposed to be the the podcast that I don't say anything on. Um, (laughs) They were going to do a subject that I have very little experience in. (laughs) Instead, we're not. So I'm as prepared as ever. Um, but maybe just do a couple each. Uh, it'll go around, we'll just go around one at a time and, and and kind of put a game out there we've been engaged in lately and talk a little bit about it and, uh, hopefully get somebody on the bandwagon of that game and, and draw them into our addiction because misery <laughs> loves company. And so does addiction um, Joy loves it's happiness It's happy addiction, it's a good mm-hmm. addiction That's what I keep telling myself
1: In my two-step program It's how we balance out all of the Horrible crap in the world mm-hmm. Escapism mm-hmm. kind yeah, of helps Absolutely um, Plus,
0: you,
2: you know It's, uh After our day's worth of work
0: It's fun to go shoot Nazis in the face from time
2: to time yeah, oh, so man.
1: much
0: fun. It's it's, it's a release. I, you know, I'm not I'm not completely confident that if I didn't have games in my life, that I might not have been in more legal trouble in my life. You <laughs> know, so
1: my, my old school
0: a good coping mechanism.
1: <laughs> yeah, my my old school version of uh, shooting Nazis in the face used to be shooting rebels in the face. You know, because Tie Fighter was so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. If you ever want to come, uh Dave, we'll, we'll talk later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll eventually. We've done a Star Wars game show on no consoles before, but that's kind of a a subject you can never really do too much of, I and mean, especially with new guests and hosts. So we'll we'll get around to the especially if Disney is freaking smart and starts putting out a good crop of new Star Wars games, it would be Ooh. advantageous to cover it. Well, once they get rid of the EA-exclusive license, then yeah, that yeah, probably happened. That would be really nice. Uh, I know a lot of people weren't happy with the new Battlefront um, overall, um, and they're already kind of ditching like further DLC for it, if I remember correctly. Uh, would you like to know that. the whole story? If you got it, go for it, man. Okay. <clears throat>
2: One of the biggest disappointments of 2016. I loved Battlefront 1 and 2. Yeah.
0: yeah I love that's, that's pretty universal as far as Star Wars fans as far as I've heard. <laughs> you- They're great games. I didn't
2: have anybody to play with and this was pre-online days. Mm-hmm. So I had to rely on the single player campaign. And I'm so excited a new Battlefront's coming out. All the trailers, everything looks great. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a glorified demo.
0: Yeah, yeah. It does look, <laughs> yeah, exactly and that's it indicative of a lot of the DLC time we live in too unfortunately and then you have to
2: if you want all the DLC you have to pay the full price of the game so really to get the quote unquote complete game you had to pay double list
0: price yeah oh yeah oh It's marketing 101 fuck your customer uh,
2: <laughs> if, and when you have a better game that came out a
0: decade ago there's a problem yeah oh yeah <laughs> but the beauty of it, that unlike a decade ago, man, people are much more on telling retailers like that and game companies like that, oh, no, mm-hmm. hell no. <laughs> you, know, you know, you either make this right, you know, with some good updates and stuff, or, or we're just going to stop buying it. Because, I mean, I've got to think there was some kind of drop-off and, and there's some kind of blowback for stuff like that. Because, as I said, there... Last I read, and you probably got this in front of you, and I'm sorry for interrupting. Oh no worries. But but last re- I read that they were kind of scrambling to get some new properties out there, and that they weren't really going to support Battle. You know, they're already like announcing Battlefront two. Oh yeah. The, um, so that means they're kind of not very not hearing some good feedback from the first one. That's the way I look at it. There, to say there to say there was
2: negative feedback was an understatement. Twitter exploded. Yeah. Um. That is one nice thing with the social media. There was instant, what are you doing? And I'm and I'm, I'm saying that nicely. Because <laughs> uh, pretty much, if you played that beta they released a few weeks before the main game, you played the
0: whole game.
1: Hmm. And that's, that's
0: sad, because I did get in on the, the beta, and even that, I'm like, this is all we got, huh?
1: That was it. Yeah, pretty yeah.
0: much. The
2: servers now pretty they pretty much died out about six months after the game wow yeah because everyone's like we don't care about the Death Star level and the DLC they came out with was crap yeah the first main thing was Bespin okay okay this is kind of cool we had some class our classic Cloud City maps from Battlefront 2 we're yeah. digging it
1: I was thinking Jedi Knight from back in the old days when you used to run a bite in Cloud City oh, maps right. there yeah oh, well that's that but um, no, it it wasn't uh it
2: wasn't Bestman that came out first. It was uh, Moss Eisley that came out first mm-hmm. because that was where I that's where I threw up my fit because the two special characters that the two new characters were Greedo and Nia Numb. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and and I I and. I was like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You already had Sullustin head models and Rodian head models in your launch game. Yeah. You just took a character and beefed up the stats. You,
1: yeah. No one cares about these people. It's the Ching, you know. It's Hey, I like Nian Nam. Well, Not necessarily as a playable character, but the fact he's, like, flying the Millennium Falcon is cool, Right. Oh yeah, yeah no,
0: absolutely no. I think the point. I mean, it was a pretty game. No doubting that. I mean, I I was amazed when I did the beta of just how much shit was going on. It was almost like I don't want to play this. I just want to watch the space battle above me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's kind of how not to do a big property game, and EA's had a couple stumbles, and, and I wish I wish Disney had the the stones to to really start their own gaming company because they have so many properties out there.
1: I mean, I just they could get... start their own in-house one. You know, they could just, like, have an in-house one that just focused on Star Wars properties. Yeah. I mean, they could even name it after the guy that kind of started all of the Star Wars stuff. Be and, nice. and then
2: they could add arts to the end of it.
1: Yeah, that would work. But, I mean, look what happened
0: with, you know, was, you know, the Infinity, man. It, that was kind of a clusterfuck, too, and it just... You know, mm-hmm. they. I think they got cold feet and weren't making the numbers they thought they were supposed to be in there. I like, still no don't know this. why they, they why they canceled the line. Of course, yeah.
2: then I go to every Walmart and there's still tons of the figures on the shelves. Yeah.
0: Uh, who knows? You know, just like some movies, uh, too many. Chefs in the kitchen can ruin things. You know, you get those boardrooms and people are just like, well, what's going to make the the stockholders the most money and who cares about quality? Well, we are here to talk about quality, though, uh, and quality of the games that we're playing lately. So, Mm, Possibly. Back on track. Uh, I'm just in a horrible phase of my, my gaming addiction that I'm just downloading, like, new crap daily or mm-hmm. old crap I've taken off my steam list and just retrying it playing it for a couple of days and 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 then ditching it again for for months and months and months but one, one thing as I said uh, on our Facebook page we do have a Facebook page and an email no counsels for old men at yahoo.com um, is that I, I'm now re addicted to Marvel puzzle quest which I completely blame on dr. Bill Robinson. From way back and i don't know why i got back into that monstrosity but I'm, it's not long for my gaming world because it's starting to piss me off because you get to the point where it's just a pay-for-play game or pay-for-play, mm-hmm. and you know if you want the it's like oh we just released iron fist this week for you to use but it's going to cost you twenty dollars and all it is is like a candy crush type stone matching Mm -hmm. I don't even know what the fuck you call them it's a three of a kind game yeah okay there you go yeah exactly um well said like columns and stuff yeah Yeah. it's Tetris and stuff yeah
1: (laughs) Tetris
0: Tetris you have to get lines yeah Tetris oh true well this one you can Hawkeye shoots a a special arrow that wipes out a whole whole line all at once as I hit my microphone so I guess I'll, I'll go with that being my first one you know Marvel Puzzle Quest it's just fun it's a great little casual game and you can get if you play long enough you you can actually earn enough like special coins and crap um you know to get the bigger characters but it would take you a decade in some <laughs> cases <laughs> I gave up at a month <laughs> As I said it's one I go back to every now and then for some reason I've been on a, a good month long binge on it um uh, and it's, it's starting to get, you know, that daily craving because you get those daily bonuses too, and so it's just like, ooh, I need to call my my therapist maybe and, and, and pull myself away from this one for a while. Well, they do keep your mind sharp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, I'm I'm good for any any justification I can use. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> we addicts are always looking for new justifications for our stuff. Uh, Dave, why don't you give us what you're playing now? Well,
1: my my list is going to be um, a lot harder because I need to tick off everything that has the term Final Fantasy in it. Because currently I'm playing Final (laughs) Fantasy XIV, Final Fantasy (laughs) X, Final Fantasy VI, you know, Final Fantasy Record Keeper on my mobile, Uh, you know. So. I have decided to not kind of cover those ones.
0: Yeah, we've already got that planned for somewhere later in, in 2018, I think it is, for you and Blaine to just uh, take over for a day. <laughs> Interesting to note, 15 was not on that list.
1: No, no, fi- 15 was the other one. I just haven't played it in a couple of weeks. So, you know, oh. it's just, just because I haven't played it since I got back from holiday, I figured, don't mention that one. But the other mm. ones have all, uh, are all ones that I've played since then. So, so you know. let
0: me rephrase the question, Mr. Nixon. Um, what, what games are you playing recently that are not Final Fantasy related? See, this is where I was
1: going with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, some of the stuff I have been playing, at least what, the first one, um, I have been replaying a nice, fun, happy, old school kind of... Um, you know, uh, building game where you kind of create various things and get kind of minions to come and dig and create rooms and then you get to attack things. and any ideas what it might be? Uh, One think, of,
0: of about a thousand
1: different games? I, uh,
0: look, look, <laughs> I, I got a few
1: ideas. That's here.
2: Dungeon Master. Dungeon.
1: Dungeon Keeper, but I'm guessing that's where you were going.
2: Yep, yep,
0: Dungeon Keeper.
1: That's what I'm playing.
0: It's Ah. so much fun. I can never get that deeply into that one, man. I've owned, like, you know, one and two, and I've owned a bunch of different games that are similar to that. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, I love them, but I can never get very, they, they just get overwhelming to me, I guess. And I'm not very good at them, so I get frustrated easily, but
1: well i'm i'm working my way through the first one again and i plan to get to the second one and then when i get to the end of that i'm going to be pissed off because they never did actually get around to making the freaking third one <laughs> and the only thing we've had out recently i think is the disappointment that is the mobile version
2: yeah uh, the everyone's little the cell phone yeah the less we talk about that the better yeah,
0: yeah. I, I it's two again, days
2: again. one block
0: yeah, Honestly, I, um, I don't know how you can even play some of these games on, on those things. I mean, I know tablets are big and stuff, but...
1: Yeah. But yeah, I I mentioned the mobile version because, you know, ties into what we were saying earlier. Yeah. It's a game by EA, and it's basically yeah. a pay-for-play thing. So, yeah. you know, consistency. But, they
0: do love their extra money. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I'm working my way through, building up my dungeons, trying to make all of the rooms all nice and pretty. I want to get to the point where I can get a freaking dragon. I don't think I ever got a dragon before. Uh, I can't I got, remember.
0: Yeah. Uh, I want I to, a freaking dragon? If I got to troll, I, I think I'm probably lucky because I just could not, could not keep going on those. But
1: I, I, I have gotten to the point. I don't think um, in this game, but where I can get the Horn Reaper, which is kind of cool. I that like does him. Sound cool. Yeah. I do tend to like to train up my warlocks because, you know, fireball spell. Oh, yeah. Always fun. I, I remember being able to do other stuff, but I think that might have been in the second one, so it's just annoying that I can't actually do it in certain ways. So, I look forward to getting Gillette.
0: Is that like a, an updated version? Have they done like an HD version of that lately nope. or something? No.
1: It's classic old school one. It still looks pretty good. It's, nice. I mean, yeah. it's it, it's very fuzzy you know, kind of graphics wise. You know, it's Pixelated here and there, but I'm going. This is what it was like in the first place. It still works.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I'm always, you know, gameplay always yeah. rules. Uh, you know, updated graphics for me in anything, especially games like that, management type games. I mean, graphics yeah. are more almost secondary to to the fun factor.
1: I do miss having a mouse though, because it's a lot easier when you take over your minions to kind of navigate with mice. You know. Because mm-hmm. you, because uh, you can go inside some of your minions and take over their brains, and then you can go and attack things yourself. Which yeah. was always, that was always fun. Yeah, I remember that. Get to be a fly and buzz around
0: and find everything. Speaking, there's another a new game coming out called Everything that I want to talk about a little later. Maybe I'll remember. Ooh. But it looks, I saw some video footage of it. It's batshit crazy. But we'll we'll give Aaron a a chance here. What are you playing lately, sir? Oh, I've got a list. <laughs> One at a time, sir. <laughs> well, I'll,
2: I'll do the I'll I'll do the, the the best of them so far. Horizon Zero Dawn. Ooh,
0: you're playing that nice.
1: That I, is... I, I'm planning to get that at some point soon.
2: It let us let, let, just tick off. Why it's a great video game? Robot dinosaurs.
0: That's all you need to know, really.
2: <laughs> um, the best open world game out there. It is beautiful. Um, the story is engaging. You you want to find out why you're in a post apocalyptic Earth and why robots with laser beams are killing Dinosaurs. people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, there's not just dinosaurs. There's also giant robot crabs, and they're the bane of my existence. Nice. Yeah. It, giant robot giraffes? There are giant also covenants? Yes, the, the, they're the uh, towers you climb so you can explore the map. No way! Oh, cool. that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and it's a game where you have to actually figure out how to bring stuff down, otherwise, because even the low-level stuff, the starting stuff. We'll kill you. A lot.
0: (laughs) I've seen the ads, and it's like one woman fighting these things with a bow and arrow and shit. Like, how do you bring down a robotic dinosaur with a bow and arrow, but...
2: Skills, well, yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess they,
2: so. They, well, a lot of the robots have, you know, like gas canisters.
0: And if you want your species to survive, you learn to. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, and a lot of people think, well, you know, how is humanity surviving if it's just robot dinosaurs? But you no, know, you, you actually hunt. There's regular animals and things for, that you need for your crafting. Um,
0: food, presumably.
2: Yep. Yeah, there's there's a ton of side quests. Um, a lot of hidden secrets. It's a it's a game where, with probably the best game tutorial I've ever played in a game, because the character you play as is literally learning the skills as you're learning to play the skills. So, so she's figuring out how to you know be the huntress. You're figuring out how to be the huntress instead of both well, tap X to hunt. You know, it is without a doubt, one of the most fun games, because you could just be wandering around and all of a sudden there's a giant robot alligator. <laughs> a lot has been said about the like facial well, no, I'm, I'm mixing that up with my other game. Um, the one criticism that I have with uh, Horizon is the lip syncing is horrendous. It, it, it's like a bad Japanese dub. Really? <laughs> um, But I can't, that's a minor flaw. This game, there's so much to explore and do. You, you actually want to go, hey, what's over that rock? Oh, crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, I, 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 I feel like my computer would... I think that's, you know, we're nearing the line of my computer getting games like that and being able to run them very well, so... As far as I know, that's a PS4 exclusive. Oh, that's currently. right, yeah. Currently, currently. Yeah, we covered that on our, our wish list show there. I um, believe that popped up in mine. Yeah. All right, well, good. Then I don't even have to make that decision. <laughs> See? That's helpful. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I just saved you some money. Yeah, yeah. But if you do own a PlayStation 4, it is... A must buy. There, there's no question on it. If if it hadn't come out three days before a certain, uh, you know, long blonde <laughs> elf, <laughs> it probably would have been game of the year.
1: Yeah. Someone's been watching an honest trailer or two. Uh, Angry Joe, actually. Really? Everyone's making that statement then.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, also, yes, honest trailer, but yeah, the, it's a common joke.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's wow. gone right over my head, apparently, so please translate.
1: Oh, um... On the honest trailer for Horizon Zero Dawn, they mentioned um, it would have been Game of the Year had it not been released three days before Zelda Breath of the Wind.
0: Oh, okay, that's where I thought you were going, yeah. but I was not sure. But, all right, cool. Um, What's your next one, then? Uh, I was thinking I did have something Point and, it and I lost it. Um, maybe. We've been looking at my list, man.
1: <laughs> no, it's just every time you pop up on Skype, it's you're playing Mountain Blade. I'm going. I, I know he plays other stuff, but why is it I only ever notice when he's playing Mountain Blade? What's the deal?
0: Well, oh, on Steam, it tells everyone what I'm playing. That's kind of lame.
1: <laughs> well, no, it just pops up if you for uh, someone is online, they're playing this. I'm going. Okay.
0: Oh, cool. I just said yeah. everyone. Never noticed I- that. Let's have my pop up. I mean, I always see when you're online, Let's, but I guess it yeah. doesn't tell me what you're. Let's be honest. For some reason,
1: I tend not to play that much on Steam at particular times a day. Usually, I'm playing on the PS4, so it's not going to pop up on there. And you know, if you've just come on Steam, I'm assuming you're on to play some sort of game, so it may not actually tell you because yeah. you're busy.
0: Oh, okay, you know, well, I usually I just leave it running most of the day. Sometimes too, so. Mm-hmm. or just leave it popped up. Um, yeah, that that game is uh, is pretty much always on my... Uh, I just looked at my list here. I've played 730 hours of it overall. Cool. Um, <laughs> that only equates to what, like, like 20, I don't 20 days? I do to do the math on that one. <laughs> it came out a while ago. Right now I'm playing a uh, Game of Thrones mod for it, which is pretty spectacular but for those of you that don't know the series it's uh it's it's a war game essentially but it's it's more like just kind of a medieval simulator i think you would almost call it um kind of set in a fantasy world but you know the people have modded the crap out of it there's even like a star wars version of it which is pretty amazing um but it keeps crashing on my on my computer for some reason um, but you essentially start out, you know, as kind of a lowly knight-ish type of guy. You're actually not a knight. You know, you're kind of a, a sword or a, you know. Um, you Ronin? What? Ronin? Uh, in a way, yes. It was in a, a more Asian setting, I guess you would be. Um, but, uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, you can actually do some good character generation and... Get certain stats for like if you pick you were a peasant or if you were a you know a squire or you know a noble's kid, um, you mm. get different bonuses and stuff. And you ride around your map on your your little horse with like a top down view, and you go to various cities and castles. And you know there's like five or six factions in the original game, um, and the whole world is always moving along as you do. You know, you'll you get pop up you know notifications of this country just went to war with this country and these are the different factions you know how they feel about each other and go into very you know intricate notes and lore about all of them and it breaks it down right to each noble and each knight and you know their armies and what they're doing and so you go around and meet these various nobles and stuff and do little quests for them or go to villages and recruit you know soldiers um and in, I don't know if I don't remember if it was in the original game, but in the uh, the Game of Thrones mod I've been playing recently, you can, you you know, you start out literally with one person and have to build your army, but you can um, actually go to like, you know, uh, Tywin Lannister, and say I want to join your retinue, and then you just basically travel around in his army, and you fight, you know, whatever whoever he fights, you just kind of ride around. It's kind of cruise control until tails riding. Yeah, you just put yourself in their army, and then when a battle happens, you know, you you join it, and then you go into this big 3D action, you know, uh, first person, first person or third person, you know, battle where you literally have to swing your your sword and and wield your shield and shoot your arrows and ride your horse, and it's just <laughs> it it can suck up. It's basically one of those never ending games. You know, you can just keep. Mm. Even when you get defeated, you essentially get captured for a while. Eventually, I guess you would age out and die because it it keeps track of the exact number of days you're playing and everything. So, you know, as far as in game, like my one game, I've been on my adventures for 160 days. So, you know, almost six months. My character's been at it and got a pretty good army for six months. It's it's Isn't, really amazing. I, it's got online support. I, I don't. I've never played it online. I don't even know what that would look like. But but you just need to get your character content.
1: to. Huh?
0: What's that Dave? Just, For you
1: I'm just gonna say you just need to get your character to be an octogenarian and you'll be fine.
0: Essentially, yeah. Eventually, you can. You know, if you don't want to, you can join different factions and, and just kind of. And they'll give you like towns and castles to to rule over and you get income from it, and it's really whatever you want to do. You can either just tell all the all the factions to screw off, and you don't want to work for any of them, and eventually just build your army and, and take over your own castles and start your own country, and you can actually lure other nobles to your cause and, you know, away from from other kings, and, you know, the end game is to become king of the entire world, of course. Um <laughs> I'll, I'll never get there in my lifetime, but it's fun trying.
1: <laughs> Possibly, like, the end of the book series of Game of Thrones. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's going to work out like that, yeah. but uh,
1: I uh, plan to start those at some point, but he needs to get them finished before I'm getting anywhere near them. Right. <sighs> Oh,
2: the uh, I have a feeling the HBO series is going to finish before uh, we even get the next book. So,
1: eh, no, oh, it they, should do. I mean, it's next season's the last one, is it?
0: Well, now next second to last one, but they're both ah. going to be shorter, and and they're ah. both going to be like a year and a half separated from each other. So, they're definitely trying to give him enough time, but I don't know if he's he's going to get around to it. But uh, right, I've talked enough on that. But the Mountain Blade. Series in general. If you just want like a completely encompassing, you know, medieval battle simulator, you can't go better than that. Go ahead, Aaron. I'm just wondering how the Star Wars mod works. Because are,
2: are you running around on a
0: like the lizard thing Obi Wan did, or a land speeder? I mean, so- no, you can. It's fantastic, actually. Probably you know, both. I could get it to work. You you basically you start out with your own little like you know Millennium Falcon-ish you know cruiser and you go around to different planets. And, oh, know, okay. you can going to, okay. like, either immediately declare for the Empire a Rebellion or, you know, stay, like, independent and be a smuggler and, and do goods and stuff like that, you know, and not get into conflicts. There's, like, space pirates and shit out there, too, but once you, like, piss off one faction, they're going to always go after you, and and then you can eventually join, you know, the Rebellion and, and start accumulating more ships, and, yeah, it's, it's like... Right somebody really put some work into it, but I don't know if it's ever been completely finished. It said it eventually crashes on, on mine, but, but uh-huh. the, uh, like land battles are all blasters. You have to have a mod for, you know, one of the DLCs for mountain blade came out with like guns and pistols and stuff. So you have to have that too, uh-huh. but yeah, they've turned it into, you got Jedi with, lightsabers and and blasters and and swoop bikes and speeders and everything. Yeah, it's nuts.
1: (laughs) Cool. That's awesome. Dave, you want to give us one? Well, I think you're up. Since I've mentioned it before, um, I was on GOG.com, or at least on the app thing, and it notified me of a seal. Oh, that sale involved uh, products that are currently owned by the Disney Corporation. Mm. Yes, uh, uh, humble bundle. <laughs> no, because I have all of the stuff from the Star Wars humble bundles. I couldn't oh. buy the last one because the only thing I didn't have yeah. already from the previous two was Shadows of the Empire, and yeah. I wasn't for paying that amount of money just to get that. Right. So, you know, I can buy it separately cheaper. I will, get, I, I will get it again eventually, but not on, not on a Humble Bundle, it looks like. It's very sad. But uh, one of the products released by Disney was Indiana Jones. Ooh. They had Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, which was one that I hadn't gotten already because I already had Feet of Atlantis on, on my GOG account. So I grabbed me The Last Crusade and started playing through it again. I'm hoping to sell some fine leather jackets at some point, and I'm really hoping it's easy to kind of find out what the grill looks like. Because if I remember right, you had to use the actual physical grill diary that you got with the box to kind of figure out what the grill looked like and figure out some of the puzzles. So. I'd, I'd be. I, I'm kind of hoping that there's something in the middle of this that tells me what to do when I get to that point. Oh, it's just boy. I'm. Yeah. I'm still kind of lost and confused and not entirely sure what I'm doing. Well, I'm you guessing find that
0: online somewhere,
2: you know, the or old, yeah, oh things. yeah, or I'm guessing it'll be a PDF with the with the folder.
1: Possibly there. There, there'll be something that I. I Pretty sure that they will have thought this through and realized yeah. that would be
0: an issue. <laughs> I wish I could be that confident cause sometimes they just don't. You know, sometimes they just like, oh, we can make a little money by repackaging <laughs> this and setting it off for download. And they. Huh? they hey, Gog's pretty the... good
2: at that. Gog's yeah, pretty good yeah, you know? yeah,
0: they are. They are. Um, yeah. When they did X
2: Wing and TIE Fighter,
0: <clears throat>
2: uh, they included the original. Um, uh, instruction booklets that had those uh, extra, like little intro stories for the pilot you're supposed to be. Yeah. The, oh. The, Far, the Farlander papers for X-wing, and then the Steel Chronicles, I think. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> when you mentioned the Grail Diary, it took me back to my old DOS versions where you had to keep the instruction <laughs> booklet because there was those yeah. little pass codes. You had oh to
1: yeah. And if page you
0: lost 47 page
1: and you're screwed. right page 47
0: a, word 6 etc yeah. Right? yeah some of, some of our younger listeners don't know about the age of uh, you know actual physical pc games when when they would put a lot of work into these beautiful handbooks and little peripheral things and you mm-hmm. get your game in a nice big box and you know. I still have my boxes. And if you lost anything, you were doomed. You could never play it again. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> I remember a long time ago in a in a room just around the corner from where I am now, um, we got like four, I think, four floppy disks, um, which allowed us to install one of the games that was on sale in this Disney thing, which I didn't actually buy again. I was, I was very good. I only bought the only bought a couple of games, um, but. This was the Aladdin game for PC. And mm. I just remember you had to, one of the things was, you had to find whatever word on whatever page of, of the manual. And I think we misplaced the manual a couple of times. You know, ended up in the wrong cupboard. I think it's now the only thing we have left of those games, which is weird. I think it's still floating about somewhere. But, you know, so some things endure. Some things don't. But I I do kind of wonder: Did they just pick specific words from the manual, or did they put in like the entire manual onto the disk somewhere? Because that would explain why it took up four floppy disks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this was also back when uh, computers were um, impressive when they had you know a hundred to uh, two hundred megabytes on them.
0: Yeah, and had things called floppy disks. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Any one
2: processor chip, man. Yeah. I, I remember the commercial for that. It had Rebel Assault on it. Imagine
1: video like you see in the movies. Graphics you want to reach out and touch. Numbers that fall into place instantly. So things go faster at work, learning's more fun, and games are far more realistic. It's amazing what you can do with an Intel Pentium processor. We had 8 megabytes of RAM. So good. Didn't allow me to play Star Wars Monopoly, and I had to wait till we upgraded to 16 to play that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember
2: when I tried to load up TIE Fighter, and um, on my first computer, it was my grandpa's old one, and it said 32 megabyte, and I had to call him up and said, there's enough hard drive space, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh was was TIE Fighter not a two hundred megabyte wand? I always thought it was two hundred megabytes. Maybe it was two hundred. I
2: just it's, remember it's ha- a while. I just, I just remember having to call to ask to
0: make sure. Yeah, I did I never really knew that much about my I would go to the store and be like, Will this run here? And they're like, Yes it will. Take my money now, please, and then go <laughs> home and make game go now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm a simple creature.
2: Uh, so you, you got Aladdin. Was there anything else you got?
1: No, I didn't get Aladdin. That was the one I didn't get. The, oh. the other one I did get um, was Tron 2.0, mm. uh, which I haven't played before. Um, I know one fir- of my housemates back in the day got it. but That's the first-person shooter one, right? Yeah. It's a lot harder to play on a laptop, so that, that's why I haven't played much of it. Uh, just trying to figure out how to get the controls to work the way I want them to I might try messing about with them just to see if I can figure out something but it's, what I played of it seemed kind of fun you know So maybe if I can alter it with the arrow keys or something I don't know I'll okay. figure out a way but it's it it interesting once. oh yeah um, I played it once on Xbox
2: and I, I, had, a, I had a blast with it
1: but. I, I like that Bruce Boxlikner appears to be in it, because that definitely sounds like him. I'm pretty sure it is him.
2: <laughs> I, I think it is, because he's done the voice of Tron like in all the Kingdom Hearts games, so it wouldn't surprise yep. me.
1: Jet, do you think your dad would mind if I had some of his popcorn? Huh? Oh, sure, have all you want. Yeah? I'm a little surprised you turned down the level 6 programming position. Look, Dad, I know you're disappointed. Damn right I'm disappointed. I pulled a lot of strings to get you that offer. I'm happy making games. Life is short, Pop. I plan to enjoy it. <sighs> you sound like Flynn. I'm guessing if... Tron is in Kingdom oh. Hearts too. Kingdom Hearts 2! Wow. Kingdom yeah. Hearts 2. <laughs> that, that's why I'm hoping for Star Wars crossover at some point. Did they ever put out Kingdom Hearts 3? I keep. We're at 2.8. <laughs> 2.8 <well>, 2. <laughs> yeah. is where we're at the minute they (laughs) are They're they're re-releasing all of the kind of um, Game Boy and whatever other ones, handheld ones in HD format or the PlayStation stuff to kind of distract you from the fact that they haven't finished the proper game yet.
0: Somewhere in Las Vegas, you can bet on on whether Half-Life 3 or Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to come out first. I'm sure of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the, the difference between the two is we've actually seen pictures of um, stuff for Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think we've ever seen anything saying that they're working on Half-Life 3.
0: No, Gabe Newell just, you know, drops like a Twitter hint every we know then, drives 10 million people crazy.
1: <laughs> trying to remember, I, I was looking up someone on IMDB recently and I saw, oh, they're in Half-Life 2. Oh they're also dead <laughs> that's, that's not going to be good if they if they end up doing the third one <laughs> hopefully they weren't that important of a character cause
0: how long it's been That's the,
1: <sighs> to
0: me that game is like I don't know it's like freaking Avatar the movie at this point it's like yeah we're going to make 10 more of them but will anyone give a shit because it's 20 years later <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it, it came out, it's, it,
0: next year it'll hit 10 years
2: before a sequel
0: yeah! Wow. Yeah, that that is twenty years in game time. So.
2: Well, yeah, and then
0: and then it's going
2: now it's going up against you know Star Wars money.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, two thousand eight. The most it had to worry about was maybe Iron Man. Now it has Avengers to deal with. It has.
0: <laughs> well, it's just like you know, yeah. If, uh, we're not getting into Avatar. That'll be another two hours on this podcast. Um, so. Oh, you mean Halo? <laughs> so I think it's, were you done with uh, yours, Dave? We'll move on to Aaron yep. for one. All right. Next up. Okay. Well, the one
2: I'm currently playing. In fact, I am currently playing. <laughs> While doing this podcast, <gasps> that would be late. No, no, I'm. I'm. You, you have my undivided
0: attention. <laughs> Let me just hit pause. <laughs> I mean, I've had to listen to Dr. Bill's kid playing video games on my podcast before, but I prefer if my guests don't. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I, I, I really did turn everything off for you.
2: Um, it's Mass Effect on Andromeda. Yeah. Oh, you're
0: playing that already? Is that
1: out? Oh, it came yeah. out Tuesday. Two days ago. Oh, wow.
0: Ah. Okay. Um, I guess I can cross it off my coming soon list then. All right. Uh, <laughs> It's... I'm only a few hours into the game,
2: but I've enjoyed it. It reminds me a lot of Mass Effect 1. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I never got to play that one. Um, it, depending on your taste, it may be a bit of a slow start. I do recommend playing it on normal difficulty, because either my skills are slipping, or there needs to be some balancing issues. <laughs> um, cause yeah, things are a little bit harder than they used to be. Mm-hmm. That's um, what he
1: said. Sorry. Not,
0: not, not even going there,
1: <laughs> but sorry. That's the right.
0: fact there's boning going on. We know that. So, you know, have
1: have you life. started your romances yet? Yes.
0: Yeah. How many, Wh- who is you your favorite? Been with. <laughs> Dude, it's Bioware. Want the dirty details, there? <laughs> uh, you can sleep with an Asari in zero gravity.
1: Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> of course you I'm, can. This is only a couple of hours in. Yeah. Once.
2: No. Well, literally, she jumps on you when you first meet her. So.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you got to beat that Commander Shepard record, man. You got to start out. That's one of the. I,
2: I think they went the for that.
0: You got to leap over. <laughs> but. Uh, it goes Kirk, Shepard, I, you know, as far as sleeping with aliens. And, and <laughs> there's options. a lot
2: more romance options, but I haven't gotten anywhere close to those yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the combat's a lot different than it used to be. You you do have to really move around a lot. There's no more hiding behind the same bunker. Right. There's a right. lot of enemies that will flush you out. The jump jetting is really cool and fun. Overall, I really love the game, but there's a lot of problems right now that I'm hoping will be patched out.
0: I've I've read some criticisms about some of the animations and some of the footage. They're
2: I they're here. nowhere. They're just like, like they're, it, they're the animations yet. from.
0: Oh, sorry, Scott. No, no, go ahead. I was trying. the uh,
2: the animations are no worse than they were in Mass Effect Three.
0: Okay. Um, Maybe people just expected them to be better. They did, but
2: yeah. guys, Mass Effect isn't about graphics; like, right. it never has been.
1: <laughs>
0: be nice bonus, so, though. Besides, and Bioware said they're working on it. I only main, played two, and I thought the graphics blew me away. So, I mean, I, oh, yeah. I was surprised to hear people complaining about it.
2: I, I think people are just so. Since Horizon Dawn came out, that's what everybody wants video games to be now. Between yeah, Witcher, between Witcher three and Horizon yeah. Dawn, they want all video RPGs to look that pretty.
1: Yeah um, I want a Star Wars game that looks that pretty
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm drooling um, R-Jade Anyhow Back to, to Mass Effect Yeah. Whoever does I think it kind of got brushed a little bit After that final delay Because the u- the user interface Is abysmal right now mm-hmm. You can't equip new gear and stuff as soon as you get it. You have to either return to your ship or one of your safe zone spots. So, oh, I got a new gun. That could really save me right now. <laughs> I can't use it. There, there's a lot of tweaking that needs done, and I am and I know Bioware is going to fix it. Yeah. They're, they're not as reliable as, say, the guys who made Witcher, who continually updated the game through, for many, many months and years. Overall, it's a gem. It it, it feels like Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, that that's probably the best thing I can say. The characters are interesting. Um, they explain why certain races aren't in the game yet. <laughs> so they'll either be in the in a DLC or in the sequel. It is mo- it is a soft reboot of the franchise, since. Your character and races leave before even right around the events of Mass Effect 2, so you know everything that went on that Shepard fixed in Mass Effect 3, they don't know about. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's still, so a lot of the old animosities are still there. The game does seem, while it's nice for newcomers, they aren't as good as saying, Oh, the Turians are like these, the Asari are like these, the Salarians and the Krogan are like this. So there's a little assumption that you know something about the universe? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say is they assume you, you, you have at least a basic understanding. There, there's the codex does help, but just trying to get to it is a pain and the user interface is the number one blemish on this thing. Um, oh. so I hope that gets some attention
0: cool <laughs> though yeah. Yeah. The, the, but someone, that is one see I, I, I kind of just put it in my mind that I'll probably never play three I played two I never got to one but th- this is like this is this, as you said like a whole new story they're off like trying to colonize another galaxy or something, right? Mm-hmm.
2: It's an interesting take because they, they come out and say, hey, you know, we're
0: kind of like the invading aliens. Yeah. It's like if the the Federation went all colonial mm-hmm. on, on space.
2: <laughs> the one little gripe I have, and I'm a geek, so, you know, it's the continuity in me coming out this whole expedition involved literally thousands and thousands of people and millions and million, billions of dollars and you know resources and things and mm-hmm. the, your your main space station that you're on is the size of the citadel and none of this is mentioned in any of the original Mass Effect games <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah now granted that's because they didn't plan on continuing the franchise after 3
0: someone will do back go back and do the special editions or <laughs> <But> I mean <laughs> no. would,
1: would they need to have mentioned it you know it's like oh here's this big thing going over here We, you know that's nothing to do with the plot of rebuilding the entire kind of body of Shepherd from like yeah his yeah. corpse yeah he had his hands full you know true really. so you know
0: I always just ran past those little news reports mm-hmm. were, you know, or know monitors and stuff.
1: It could just be that it was too big a story that nobody was expected to not know about it in the universe. Mm -hmm. You know, if you didn't know about it, you were hiding under a rock because you didn't feel the need to be telling you about it every five minutes because everyone knows about that big expedition to Andromeda. You know?
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? It's like, boy, I wonder if the colonists who have been in space for 20 years already are okay, you know? I guess you could have just thrown that in there somewhere. Well, the the, the nice thing is
2: because of the time le- time length involved, it's literal. It's like six centuries after
0: yeah. Shepard. Yeah, yeah, so it, it doesn't need to be tied to it anyway. The,
2: the closest we'd ever get to seeing any of the original cast is if Liara shows up mm-hmm. as an you know Granny Asari. And I'd still do her. Well, I s- oh. I remember her mom. If she looked anything like her mom, <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> Marina Certis.
2: Yeah, that that's reason enough to play
0: it right there.
1: She do the voice for that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She was the, she was the mother, if I remember okay. right. Wow, huh?
0: awesome! Uh, good to hear a little review of something really new. Um, I said I if in two years when they release the all DLC included. Version on the PC. I'll probably buy
1: it. I believe it's referred to as Game of the Year edition.
0: No, it should be the okay. We give up. We'll just give you all of it. Just please buy more of our product mm-hmm. uh, version. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do one of these shows where we just we have our two minutes of hate for for just the state of video gaming in general. I'm, I'm, you know call me crazy, but I'm still a little pissed that. I've paid a shitload of money to an industry that doesn't seem to feel a need to actually finish their product before they sell it to us. EA! Yeah, well, they ain't just DA, unfortunately. It's it's a lot of things. Steam is is starting to tighten up on some things, but they, they were really bad about it for a while, too, where they're all kind of let anybody put a game up for sale on our mm-hmm. site
1: thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> at least with... With EA, it's kind of more ironic since they keep saying it's in the game. No, it isn't. Yeah. You have to download no, it that isn't. shit.
0: It, it's part of it's in the game, and we'll sell you the rest later. Yeah. Yeah. Or It's like, yeah, here's nice game we sold you, huh? Would you like the rest of it?
1: I, I kind of miss the days when DLC was just like, you know, extra kind of special stuff, you know, like, hey, look, yeah. an extra more different costume for, say, Spider-Man. Doesn't yeah. affect the game in any way, but hey, it's fun.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or an and, um, expansion
1: pack. Yeah.
0: Mm. Can't can't make enough money like that, I guess. Mm. I mean, no, no that's I know all that. My... Sorry, Dave.
1: <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say I know there are certain things where expansions and technically DLC after the fact is really the only way to do it. Like the MMOs, mm-hmm. that yeah. makes sense to have expansions done that way because. They, they weren't necessarily planning for that in the first place. They were getting a world built up first for people to play in. And then once that story is finished up, they kind of need to release something to kind of expand the data files further. So that's a valid way to go. Um, I know the Final Fantasy one has, uh, what do you call it got a new expansion coming out next couple of months Mm -hmm. mostly I know this because I bought it uh, just after I got back so you know I have um, I I have spent far too much money on it probably but I don't care I'm getting new content I'm getting new places to explore and I'm getting new jobs and stuff to play with so that'll be fun and it'll probably keep me interested for another two years until they release the next one you know (laughs) because that's that's how they get you you know
2: it's worked for blizzard for a decade yep
1: and you, now you can play as a panda there you can be a panda
2: that's when i stopped <laughs> and right.
1: I, I i stopped back in the olden days um and i said sure. the only the only way they're getting me back into this is if they allow for me to become a freaking panda.
0: panda and there
1: you, <laughs> you know i thought that'll never happen i'll be safe <laughs> yeah. apparently not
0: Somebody read your browsing history somewhere along the line and saw the searches for video games where I can be a panda. And they're like, well, we should make this because Dave Walker wants to be a panda.
1: They they introduced (laughs) the pandas in the uh, Warcraft 3. You know, I I knew they had pandas in the world and I was disappointed that they weren't there. (laughs) It's a playable class, you know. Oh, I can be a zombie, I can be an orc, I can be a stupid human, I can be a I I I can be like a dwarf, ooh, I can yeah. be a cool dark
0: That's out. Something I ain't seen before, yeah.
1: Yeah, panda dude. Gotta love <laughs> being a panda dude.
0: Oh, I, I, blame, I
2: blame the panda. When then all of a sudden, kung fu panda, the movie comes out and everybody wants to be a kung fu panda.
0: Yeah,
1: huh? I wanted to be a kung fu panda before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a hipster kung fu panda. <laughs>
0: You know, I always viewed pandas as too mellow of a creature to really be effective martial art fighters. But I only ever saw one in a zoo or something.
1: Do you not know, get that they seem kind of zen? You know, that'd be kind of oh, yeah. really sto- and you know, if you try to piss them off, they will tear off your face. It'd be kind of cool. I, uh,
0: yeah, I suppose they, they didn't. You know, strike me as the warrior, my Monk type. That that's always like the tigers and you know, panthers. Mm-hmm. Not, you never really think of panda panda form kung fu is like laying down and taking punches, in my opinion, but I, I
1: Which might be a valid way to fight. Tire out your opponent and then just bosh them on it, the face. It also,
0: it gives the guy practicing the tiger kung fu time to come around back and rip someone's head off, so... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, that'd be the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Uh so where were we? Um that was uh oh we just did a dry And uh, knife. Andromeda, where up the East Got. Me? Yeah. Oh dear God, and I'm not prepared. Um nah. I picked up a couple recently on sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, both kind of war games. And, uh, no, actually, I wanted to do this one first. I, Was one uh, of
1: them a th- a Global Thermal Nuclear War?
0: No, no, but I do have that game, sort of.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't
0: you prefer a good game, chess? No, I'd rather blow up. How about Tic Tac Toe? One called DEF CON, which is like literally war games. <laughs> really, it really is. Uh, but I picked up a much more positive one the other day, and uh, it's called Real Heroes Firefighter. Wow. And, uh, you know, one of those kind of boyhood things. You either wanted to be, you know, an astronaut or a firefighter or a policeman. So um, this time around, I decided I wanted to be a firefighter because I got games that do all that other crap for me. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's first person. Um, there is a little, like, station management stuff, but not really much. But you, you go to your various, you know, uh, there's some pretty good, like, voice acting, too. Kind of polygonish, you know, um, graphics. But it's, it's first-person. You you run into burning buildings, and you man, like, water cannons on, you know, and fire engines. And um, you've got your axe and your door-opening device, and you grab various different, you know, hoses to take in with you, and you can crouch below the smoke when it's getting smoky, and it's just a really Hi. cool... Like first-person cool. simulator game. And
1: Can you encounter backdrafts and stuff? Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, there's. Cool. The, yeah, at, the, at one point, you know, one mission, you you have to like crack out a bunch of windows to prevent that, and, and nice. things will start collapsing on you, and things will just it's. It, it feels like the the fire is, like, procedurally generated, or there's, like, an algorithm that makes it, you know, catch things on fire logically if you don't put it out quick enough. Mm. So, you know, things escalate Ooh. quickly, as they say, and <laughs> if you're not good with that hose, uh, things are will go awry very, very is, rapidly. Is, is Kurt Russell in this game? <laughs> no, sadly. Um, but as I said, there is actually some very good, you know, um voice acting i've only been through a few missions but like your first ones you know your rookie day out and everyone's you know calling you greenie and all that and you know throwing you into your baptism of fire literally and you know you follow the first one kind of learn your controls and everything is just kind of a forced tutorial but it's not painful you know you follow your your commander into the building and do what he says and, it takes you through all the different steps, so it's really neat. Yeah, I and mean, I think it's pretty cheap on, on Steam right now, but a real Heroes firefighter. i recommend if you're into that kind of real-world simulation thing. Yeah. I don't know what it says about me that I, you know, want to encounter burning buildings. I've actually been in a burning building before. A house I lived in, and it was not fun. Um, I wish I had had more water devices than I did because me and my roommates pretty much ended up putting it out ourselves, but um, that's a lot harder with yeah. um, garbage buckets from upstairs and, and running downstairs and throwing it on the fire and then running out so you could breathe for a second. Long story and clearly still traumatized by it, so oh, moving on. <laughs> so this is, is might Ernest be good for me.
1: What? Is Ernest Borkman it anywhere?
0: No, sadly not oh. us either, but, you know, it's kind of a more budget game. I'm, I'm sure they they nailed the big voice acting talent for the...
2: Which would be the, impressive, considering
0: he's been dead for a few years. <laughs> yeah,
1: you can, you can make enough out of his, like, airwolf quotes and, you know, sure, sure. other stuff to kind of make it seem like he's there. It'd be fine.
0: And his appearance on The Ripping Friends, which is a cartoon everyone should watch and mm-hmm. and and have their jaw on the floor while watching. He <laughs> played the indigestible WAD in The Ripping Friends. Okay. Just YouTube it, kids, and thank me later. Awesome. Real okay. Heroes Firefighter, moving on, Dave Walker.
1: Oh, okay. So, um, a while ago, I probably mentioned that I was playing Evil Land, which was a cool kind of game where you start off um, with... Black and white, kind of old school, almost Game Boy looking game. And as you go through the game, you collect various different things that kind of ups the graphics to make it into a modern game. Which oh is kind yeah, of cool. Are you saying that? Yeah. <laughs> well, this time I'm playing Evil Land Two, where you kind of start off with some fairly decent graphics and everything but you end up travelling back in time and it makes it more like a kind of classic 16-bit one and that, I haven't gotten much further than that bit at the minute, but uh, that's what I'm enjoying currently uh, I'm exploring time, I've just got a new friend to help me out fighting things which is nice There's uh, I've gone through a dungeon that reminds me a lot of the old Zelda ones mm-hmm. you know, because uh, it was a top-down kind of U1 um uh, wondering about attacking things and then you get introduced to the concept of gravity and it drops you down so that's like a side um, kind of platformer type sword fighting game you know like Zelda does sometimes back in in, I'm trying to think, it was kind of like the Link's Awakening on Game Boy it's it's kind of reminding me of that kind of thing so it's rather enjoyable um, I'm not entirely sure where we're going with it but I like the time travel aspect because time travel is always fun now what did you say the uh, the name is Evil Land e- Evo as in evolution okay oh okay so, Evo Land Gotcha. E-V-O-L-A-N-D so Hunt It Out if you haven't played it before and then play the second one because they're both fun so far I can't remember how I got it, but I assume I assume I got it through a Humble Bundle of some kind. Because, you know, I, I, I that's my addiction. Buying games I'm probably never going to play or realize that I have. Yeah, well. Oh, I already own this game four times. Great. That's, that's fantastic.
0: I wish I'd discovered Humble Bundle before I, I bought 10,000 games individually
1: mm-hmm.
0: that I never play.
1: <laughs> Yeah, currently one of the ones that I'm kind of interested in playing, but probably won't install for quite a while because lack of space, um, the Total War Warhammer game.
0: Ooh, yeah, nice. I'm a big fan of the the Total War
1: series. Yeah, and the fact that they're crossing it over with something is I'm kind of curious about. I've heard good things. I I do like me the Shogun one. I, I don't think I've ever finished Shogun, the Total War one, but... I keep starting new games of it to try to take over Japan. I, I will eventually be be shogun.
0: Total eventually. War uh, Two uh, Medieval Kingdoms. I think it is, is is spectacular. It's really an amazing.
1: You know, there's a, there's a bunch. I mean, they did Shogun Total War. They did Medieval Total War. They did Shogun Two Total War. They did yeah. Medieval Two Total War. Rome Total War, and now I. Warhammer to a war.
0: Yeah, I've owned a few over the years. They're kind of all the same game in a lot of ways, but yeah. I mean, they've they've made improvements here and there. That's it's a long running series, and it's always been good. the uh, The Warhammer one, from what I hear, has completely
2: reinvigorated the franchise.
0: Really cool. Uh, um, I did read some cautionary stuff about it, though, and that that had an aspect of DLC too. That you know they were some of the bigger and units were like not in the initial release I don't know where it's at now huh. but uh, I don't know I, if it was necessarily stuff they were gonna sell you or just stuff they hadn't it was the
2: uh, it was the big bads the chaos race
0: yeah. um that's right yeah it was like a whole whole faction
2: the, uh, the pre-orders then did receive it and then anyone who I think they've since added it to the game because there's a few more races into it. I haven't played it because my machine can't run it. <laughs> Never.
0: yeah. Um, Hardware wise it solid can franchise though. yeah,
2: yeah it, it's a uh, I've seen um, game videos of it and, it and it's been really really something nice. Yeah. Think, like, those big Lord of the Rings uh, Return of the King battles with the massive armies. Yeah. Uh,
0: Just going at each other. Yeah. Well, they had a really good mod for Total War two Medieval, uh, you know, uh, Lord of the Rings mod that had, you know, everything. You were Oliphants and stuff. And, yeah, really good work. I don't think they had the flying... Uh, You know, dragon thingies, but um, dragon thingies, I'm only, like, one of the big. That's cool. Yeah, well, not their steeds, though. Yeah. uh, Foul beasts, I guess, was the technical term, but they were dragon thingies. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever they were.
0: Yeah, I don't think that those were in it, was my point, but um, anywho. I
1: think that's me for now. So, Aaron, okay,
0: my next. notepad. I have my notepad here. I'm, I'm taking down good game suggestions because I remember I wanted to play that Evil Land, but it slipped my mind. So now I have it written in stone on a Word document and I shall play it. I do believe it's relatively cheap. Yeah. Oh, it's cheap. <laughs> Where I get them, anyway. Um, some of them. Well, well that, the- that incriminating evidence out. Uh, <laughs> go for it, Aaron
2: uh the the other main game i'm playing right now is uh, Dragon Ball Fusions for the Nintendo 3DS that is just it's a fun little quirky game it's it's not a fighting game like you would think with a Dragon Ball game it's more a, a turn-based rpg and a kind of like a pokemon game okay it, it, it's just it's a crazy wacky little game if you want to kill 15 minutes Five hours, your entire day, because you completely lose all track of time, and you're like, "I just need this one more character." <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you have to put on pretty, pretty earrings?
2: Oh, lots of. They're now are uh, armbands. Ah. So that way you can have multiples and start just going crazy. Okay. <laughs> and you and I didn't. Uh, how big of a fan of Dragon Ball are you, Dave?
1: Well, considering I have all of the manga and in series but then am I I'm good. I'm, I'm behind on watching the newer stuff. That's all.
2: Well, uh, okay then. Well, when I say this, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> hmm? Um, there's a lot of you know classic fusions and some some really crazy fusions. Like you can have like um, Kid Gohan fused with Piccolo. Okay. And he looks really weird. Uh, it, it, it's, it's just, it's a neat thing, but I have never lived until I've seen Chiaotzu fuse with a Cyberman. Ah. And yes, his main move is self-destruct.
1: Yeah, I thought as much. <laughs> is it super it, it, effective?
2: Um... <laughs> hey, Vegeta. I'm going to catch you. It's a Pokemon. Chiaotzu! <laughs> oh, Chiaotzu! It's it's a wacky game. It, 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 that, that's the best way I can say it. Um, if you're a fan of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, because it throws characters not from both series into it, and it's and they're in the um, chibi chibi style, oh, so they're super cute.
1: <laughs> and, was Emperor Laugh not technically always kind of chibi anyway? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, and GT—they throw in a lot of GT stuff too. Oh, um. So Pan's so, there. Oh, no, Pan's your main healer. Yay! And Pan confused with uh, uh, what, what, what's what, what's they changed her name? Vegeta's daughter, uh, Bra. Not bra? Uh, yeah, yeah. They confuse and become one of your main white main healers. Cool. Uh, it, it's it's just. Oh, so she it's, turned into Bran. Uh. Her name's Bullpan. Okay. It, it's, it's just neat, because it'll show you what characters fuse with what characters. And there's some little pain in the butt things, like, when every time you... Because you can unfuse them, so you can fuse them with different characters. But every And every time you do that, um, all their um, special moves, all their, you know, like, super skills gets divvied up and then you have to assign them to every character and when you have to do that 30 times in a row <laughs> it gets a little
1: tedious. <laughs> That'll teach you to not merge people properly. And <laughs> make sure you like them that way.
2: Well, I have, well see, there's a lot of like custom characters, generic characters to fill up the party too.
1: Can you make in, can you create the terribly awkward distant go-right fusions as in Fat oh. Gogeta?
2: Uh, not that I've seen so far, uh-huh. but it, would, it wouldn't surprise me. Ooh. A lot of the, you know, Goku, Vegeta, you know, the main ones you really, really want, you don't get till after you beat the main uh, main story.
1: Okay. do you get to fight Hitler?
0: You did not get to fight Hitler.
1: Oh. They fought Hitler and Dragon Ball before... <laughs> There, there is a there is a dragon Ball movie in which they fight a bunch of Nazi ghosts in Hitler okay
2: because hell hell the d- gates of hell break open of course they did but yeah I you know
0: I, I, <laughs> I, just Japan don't you ever change but I just can't do it sometimes
2: <laughs> oh it, 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 and, and and the best part is the gates of hell were first burst open by a giant yellow stave puff Marshmallow Man who loves jelly beans. Nothing surprises me. <laughs> uh... Who you get to actually play with in this game. They throw in everything. There's movie continuity characters, there's GT, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and now are through DLC you're getting starting to get some of the super characters into it too. <smart numbers>
1: oh, don't, no, on I, I, I love this, it's still
0: Yeah, there he is. It's Hitler. I, I think I watched a couple of the old Dragon Balls on TV a couple of times, and I it was entertaining. I think I've even played a Dragon Ball video game, but I just didn't know what the hell was going on. So.
1: Dragon Ball is hilarious. There are so many horribly bad and inappropriate jokes throughout the entire thing. They they disappear when you get to Dragon Ball Z, though. It's disappointing in places, but you know, it, it was a different style then. They went from one style of kind of story to a new one. But yeah, the the no balls thing still makes me laugh. Uh, oh.
2: there's, a, there's a lot of funny jokes in, in it. Like um, the yeah. main Goku you, you roll with is little kid Goku. So he's meeting Raditz and, you know, Gohan and Goten and, you know, <laughs> he's like... So when he first meets Raditz and Raditz goes, Kakarot, and he goes cock what do, do you have to go to the bathroom?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, poop jo- jokes never get old, man. Never. Shall we move on? Or?
1: Sure. I, th- I think we're good, are we?
0: I haven't played a lot of this one, but it just, uh, it's just too amazing of a concept not to mention, and everyone in the world should play it. 100-foot robot golf. That sounds awesome. I, I'm sold right now. You know, it's right there in the title. You are 100-foot robots playing golf through cities and you know your obstacles are buildings and so you can either get like super golf balls and and which will shoot through buildings or you can beat down the buildings with your golf club to get them out of the way or (laughs) I haven't played a lot of it but it's 100 foot robot golf so I will be playing a lot of it I'm sure because just How can you really go wrong with that concept?
2: (laughs) Thank you for joining us for 100 Foot Robot Golf, deep in the Mariana Trench. I'm your host, Griffin McElroy. Joining me, as always, my brothers Justin and Travis. Guys, I gotta say, I am surprised at how many human skeletons there are down here.
1: What are we expecting from this next hole?
0: probably just your standard by-the-book 100-foot robot golf with missiles and magnets and that kind of thing. Just pretty basic, everyday
1: stuff. Travis, on this next hole, you expecting the robots to be more a brave little toaster or Iron Giant? Maybe a giant toaster? Delicious. And me without
2: my
0: giant bread. How do you think our commenting is going so far? Pretty good, not good, could be better, needs improvement. It can't be all bad. Time for the next hole. Well, that, that's a, that's it. It's just you know, what more do you need to say than hundred foot robot golf? So that was a quick one for me. <laughs> that that's. Yeah, I'm sold just by again by just the title of that. I mean, it's got great you know great graphics and it's got you know little it's got anime ish lead ins and a storyline going on and everything. So it's not just you're in a hundred foot robot. There actually is like kind of reasons for it. You know, they set up this robot golf league and yeah, you gotta you get your score and more money and you can probably upgrade clubs and, and weapons and stuff like that. So. I'm intrigued to be diving into more of it.
1: I popped onto the, the Googles there and I had a look at pictures. It looks pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's not, you know, it's not really high-end graphics. It's very, you know, the buildings kind of all fall in polygons. And, uh, but, man,
1: it's it's a blast. <laughs> there's only so much you can do for destruction physics, let's be honest.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to get too realistic if you're trying to make oh, a look, fun game. We don't there's know a desk chair
1: way. inside that building. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to see all that crap.
0: No. Not when you're just going to be knocking it down most of the games. So. Yeah.
1: Well, this is an absolutely vital part of the story. I think you can skip over certain things like that.
0: Yeah, it's pretty easy. A lot of golf games are hard too, but it's like very, you know, there's only like three clubs. You know, it's like your driver, your wedge, and your putter. And uh yeah, you just kind of go to town and fairly easy controls it's the kind of triple click thing you know you click and timing on a meter oh yeah which i'm not very good at but and then you know you, you click for power and then you click you know try to get it as close to the middle as you can to not hook or slice and yeah, it's a blast. Uh, literally, in some cases. Like said, if, uh, occasionally, you can, you know, eventually you can upgrade the weapon and, like, shoot missiles at the buildings to get them out of your way instead of having to walk up to them and club them down. So I'm looking forward to my first standoff weapons in, in my golf game, I guess.
1: <laughs> Dave? Yeah. Um, think the only other thing I've really been kind of running through recently was kind of finishing up my various little achievements on Amazing Spider-Man 2 Uh, because apparently the only games I ever get full achievements on these days are ones involving people in very specific red spandex um, with kind of um, erected motifs. If you you ever see my uh, PlayStation achievement list, it's Platinums for Spider-Man, Spider-Man Web of Shadows, uh, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man, you know, all of them seem to involve that. I think there's there's one which I didn't completely finish, um, and that was just because I couldn't be bothered paying for the DLC, and (laughs) I might eventually just pay for the DLC and finish it up, uh, just because they've redone those games. That i'm i'm referring to uh, ultimate alliance and ultimate alliance 2 yeah i, I i'm if, if they go on seal at some point in the future and they cost half as much um they might have to be bought and <laughs> see what i did there because um, i love those games but yes
0: did you say um, they, they were out for the playstation 2
1: oh yeah they have they have um they updated them for PC. They have updated them for PlayStation Four as well. So,
0: I'd worn away from the PC versions. Honestly, I would gotten a copy of uh, two. I think it was, and yeah, um, you know, unless they patched it, which I I don't think they were. They just kind of plopped them out there with no support. But the sound issues on on Ultimate Alliance Two through Steam, at least, was like
1: unplayable. Oh yeah, uh, it yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was rather fun. Um, I, I remember completing most of the story fairly easily. But um, unfortunately, since the last time I had played it, um, I started watching a Dungeons & Dragons um, kind of internet show. Mm-hmm. And one of the people, uh, it, it's all done by voice actors. Uh, oh,
2: is this the um, um, critical
1: role or something? That's the
0: one. Yeah, I
1: think I've the, seen that too. Yeah, it's yeah the, once we're finished up here, I may catch the last couple of hours of whatever episode's on at the minute. Um, but yeah, the um, what do you call it? The One of the voice actors on the show um, does the voice of Peter Parker, so...
0: So that's all you're seeing when so you talk.
1: I'm hearing the voice and going, oh God, that's Sam. I, I can't not hear Sam now. This damn it! <laughs>
0: that, that adds a more, a yeah, more layer of awesome. If anything,
1: yeah, it's I'm like going. Peter Parker's playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going. This wasn't a problem before. Why is it a problem now? <laughs> I mean, it was fine when Tobey Maguire was doing it because because yeah. he he did actually do voices for Spider Man and Spider Man uh, back on the PlayStation Two. Yeah, oh, really? PlayStation Two. Oh. I think. So that was for the couple of movie games for that. They, they weren't bad either. The Spider-Man games tend to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and they've always mm-hmm. had a pretty good
1: consistent yeah. run with, with those. I mean, even even the movie tie-in ones, you know, they yeah. tend to be good, which is weird it for movie tie Is
0: this like open world like a lot
1: of them have been? Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the way it tends to work is it's open world until you go to do a special kind of mission. Yeah, and that kind of takes, it kind of does a quick cutscene and uh, loads you into whatever kind of event they're trying to get you to complete whilst you're traveling to it. Never forget. What you do defines who you are. Let's see if a hero or a menace will crawl from the dark. I'm hoping that the next one has you know, some things that are similar some things that are improved upon uh, the thing I want really improved upon is my knowledge of when the freaking release date for the next one is you know, I, I would like to know when it's coming out that, that would be lovely
0: I would go out on a limb and, and say I'm betting there was something will come out around the time Homecoming drops <laughs> that's boom. what I'm hoping,
1: yeah. but I haven't heard anything it's annoying yeah, I don't think that
0: that Sony one is going to come out with
2: Homecoming
1: because I haven't heard anything about it. It was meant to be released. I think it's still saying uh, end of quarter one, which I think is next month or two. But mm-hmm. you know, that if, if there's no actual defined release date at this point, I don't think it's happening.
2: Yeah, and and they've had that Spider-Man in a bunch of the commercials lately too. So really, oh.
1: I, I just I like my spider-man games he he I'm pretty sure he's one of my more favorite kind of Marvel characters it's him and Deadpool currently which is why I'm really kind of happy they have their own comic series together because uh, that that's a lot of fun it's, I look forward to that one um, it's crazy and it, it Two great tastes that taste great together.
0: And, you know? Well, the news I got excited about recently is just to drop some current events in here. Is that uh, Square Enix is uh, is teamed up with Marvel to be bringing us an Avengers game here? Ooh! Hmm. Not too far from now.
1: Do you, uh, Do you know what other games they make?
0: Uh yeah, they, they're the uh, yeah, they're Final Fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah,
1: <laughs> they do good work there.
0: So yeah, we we could have some interesting stuff because um, they've uh, there was a, a, a Avengers game planned, you know, a while ago, probably around the time of uh, the Avengers, the, the original movie, and then never got released. I've seen some like you know, backroom footage of some of it, but I've always kind of wanted to play in that world a little more. So that would be neat. Aaron, you want to give us another one?
2: Actually, I'm out.
0: You're out? (laughs) Between those
2: two RPGs, they're taking up all my my gaming time right now.
0: RPGs take a while. I've only played 10 minutes of several of them.
2: Well, you know what? I I do have one
0: more. Ooh. Go for it.
2: It's on the PS Vita Persona 4 Golden. Ooh. Basically take all the gods from mythology and make it Pokemon. Okay. Ooh. I'd be down with that. And throw in a bunch of uh,
0: murder mystery and only if you can collect the Kraken too though. Can you collect the Kraken? Uh does a eight headed dragon count? I'll I'll take the Hydra. Yeah.
1: But if if you can't capture the Kraken, then how do you release the Kraken? you right,
2: capture man.
0: Thor and Odin and Zeus Ooh, so it's cross uh, cross um,
2: oh yeah you you, you capture oh. gods from all across every pretty much mythology
0: ever oh, cool nice nice I don't suppose there's a PC version of this
2: probably not
0: <laughs> no. of course not
2: <laughs> but you can get the PS Air for thirty dollars off, like GameStop. It, yeah. It's pre-owned and it'll run it. That's what I did rather than <laughs> buying a hundred and fifty dollar PS Vita.
1: Yeah. I would like a PS Vita uh, just because then I could play Final Fantasy X. My current save on my. Yes, and swap it back and forth when needed. That would be lovely. I would like that because no, that's totally that's awesome. what I spend most of my time doing. Apparently, playing Final Fantasy games. <laughs> Big <laughs>
0: shock that about you. Yeah.
1: Surprise to anyone who's listened before.
0: Um, all right. I think I could probably throw another one out here. Um, I'm playing an interesting, uh, cheap little. Well, it's not that cheap, and it does have DLC, unfortunately. But it's called Battle Academy. Um basically a strategy turn-based strategy war game set in World War Two. It's got quite a few missions. The the release that I got, but you can buy a bunch of different other campaigns for pretty cheap on Steam at least. And so nothing, nothing special. Graphics and stuff It kind of you know, it's kind of ten year ago graphics maybe, but really great strategy game and, and just a lot of elements. You know, and you just you have to buy your troops at the beginning of a mission. Some are, you know, it has a storyline through a bunch of different historical missions. But what's kind of cool about it is that it's actually like released by the BBC or somehow tied to a BBC series about World War II um, that came out years ago. I'm assuming. And as I said, I just I found it on a Steam sale. It's going for fifteen now, but uh, and each of the download or DLCs going for ten apiece. But it's one of those that you know will probably frequently. Cycle around to sale time and everything, too. But yeah, Battle Academy. Uh, but uh, the one game I wanted to talk about a little bit earlier is I just discovered some news about it. I think it was probably on uh, Kotaku on Gizmodo, um, frequent uh, video game review website I go to often. Same here. And it was a game called Everything. It just looked really, really intriguing. I think it's coming out for the PS4, and eventually... I think it's out maybe now for the PS4, and it's eventually coming on PC. But it just has an amazing concept, And, and the guy who reviewed it was just kind of like, wow, this is just like nothing I've ever seen before. And it's literally everything. You can be a piece of pizza laying on a city street and look around from that perspective, or you can eventually... Okay be the sun and look out upon the solar system, or you can be a microbe in a swamp and swim around with the other microbes in the swamp, or a fish, or a plant, or a a, a radio on a person's table in a kitchen somewhere. Like, literally, I mean, it's like this huge digital world they've built, probably kind of procedural, and... I guess there is kind of like a point in storyline. You know, I
2: was going to ask.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I've seen some video footage of it, and it's it's weird, and it looks clunky. Like you can, you basically possess things. You know, you basically move around, and you have to possess things that are close to you in size. And I think you can move up, and that's how you know you move up from you know the pizza on the an ant to the pizza on the ground to a a rat to a dog to a. a a mailbox to a car to a building to the moon, you know, that kind of progression thing. Um, and yeah, I guess you just... And you can kind of, like, interact with other things and, and like, either converse with them or just, like, connect with them. And I guess the whole point of the game is, like, we are all connected. You know, the universe is all... We are all made of stars, man. Um, so it just looked really intriguing, but weird because, like, if you... And you can move anything that you possess. You can move like the footage I saw was like somebody possessed a building, and then they could just like walk the building along (laughs) a landscape, and it looked kind of very weird. But you know, or uh, you can possess a continent and then float the continent along, you know, the oceans of the world, and other continents move out of your way. And yeah, it just looked like the most bizarre thing ever. But it just the the graphics weren't. (laughs) exactly high-end, but it was just like, some of the footage was like, here, your piece of pizza on the ground, and just, you looking up at everything from that perspective, and it just, I don't know why, but that just intrigues me, and I, I'm sure that I will get lost for months on end in that game once I, I get Okay, i i found something i found a review on it mm. i'd you know. encourage people to google it on youtube and just check out some of the the footage it's weird though when you like possess an animal they don't have any like walking animations unless they're gonna add that in later you like literally tumble head over head like a domino to move <laughs> as an animal which i thought was very weird obviously but
1: can you be a hedgehog
0: I think if you encounter a hedgehog, you can apparently be a hedgehog. So. A hedgehog oh, that
1: spins around?
0: Maybe.
2: Um, yeah, <laughs> who, who, who likes to dye his hair blue?
0: Yeah, I don't know about customization options in this, but... Uh, you can you know, be a panda. Yeah, you can be a panda. No,
2: I mean it. the review, you can be a panda.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, excellent.
1: That's the review. That's all you need.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sold. Sold to the man in the panda suit
1: <laughs> it's pandemonium
0: <laughs> so everything um, they better come out with it on PC because now I've, I've watched <laughs> video and I need it in my life so uh, cool yeah I guess that's about it I, I would like
1: yeah. to a stupid are you playing Marvel Heroes at all anymore David um, I haven't played it in a while I think I probably uninstalled it for now because I need to get space for other things um, have I thrown in anything new Recently?
0: Well, they've made. I mean, I don't know how long ago it was, but they made a lot of changes to the the power systems, and you don't have to like. I don't. I'm not sure it's actually the best move, oh. although it makes the game a little easier to just jump into. But now you don't like allocate points to any of your powers. You kind of start off with all your powers. No,
2: that's so. You're
0: more. Yeah, but you're more kind of. You're actually kind of more limited to how many you can use at a time, too. But it's it's easy to switch them. But now you just don't really have to worry about putting points into them. They all no. go up, like, with your levels. But uh, in a lot of ways, I think it's better. But in a lot of ways, it seems to be missing some of the intricacies of it. But yeah. some of the intricacies, of I actually hated, like, any time they do you know, a hot fix on one of the characters or something, you'd have to come in and relocate all your points. And I yeah. was not a fan of that. So in that respect, uh, it's a lot better. But maybe I'll even uh, try to uh, find some people to do a updated old, Marvel Heroes podcast one of these days. Uh, the old days of talent trees are gone. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of frustrating because I, I do like, a lot of details, and you know, I like a more RPG feeling in my games like that a lot, and that does seem to kind of be missing on this. And it almost, almost felt like a, a red flag to me that it might be, you know, the, the the games in decline or something. They're trying to get some more people in. Well, what I uh,
2: what I never understood was why they
0: why Disney pulled the plug on Avenger
2: on uh, the Avengers game because they had that really great Avengers mobile game, then they came out with a sequel, and then like two months later, no, we're canceling it all.
0: Oh. And Yeah, that one was Avengers
1: Alliance. great, too. I remember yeah. that. Oh, that was a great game. X-Men Legends needs to come back.
0: Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah.
1: It's got Just skill trees, that. right? That's kind, tree kind of a good
0: X-Men game. I, I remember that one that came out a few years ago. Well, it was actually probably many years ago at this point. It was like... Uh, it was an X Men Academy. It was some weird named X Men game that came out, and, and the marketing on it was like, "Oh, you know, you get to play a completely unique character." And, oh, like, it wasn't
1: brilliant. X Men Destinies. Destinies. Yeah.
0: Yes. Good yeah, concept. Horrible execution. Apparently really, really yeah. horrible. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so, I'm glad I ended I up. I don't think it even came out for a platform that I had, but I think I read reviews of it. If I, I own it. Yeah. I have it somewhere. So, yeah. Yeah, my my philosophy is either do it right or don't do it when it comes to superhero games, <laughs> but
2: it says something when the best superhero games are made out of Legos.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, or, you know, games like uh Saints, Saints Row 4. Still waiting on an announcement for that uh the superhero game that we covered in in our like Christmas wish list. And I'm forgetting what the name of it was now, but it was put out by the same people that do Saints Row and it, it looked like it was on its way to being pretty awesome. So I'm definitely waiting for that one. We'll be doing a whole superhero game podcast or two on this as well. But, but unless anyone has anything else, maybe we should wrap it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Of, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just literally go down a list here and read games that I play a lot because I have <laughs> too much time on my hands but uh, you should so probably find one yeah but,
1: we, should, we should probably keep those for next time yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah the, the ones I, I list are the ones that have got me engaged right now to be sure I've, I've been doing some uh, war game Red Dragon as well uh, getting prepared for our inevitable second Korean War
1: hmm.
0: um, <laughs> that's what that one's about
1: It wasn't you running around trying to get help from Hannibal Lecter then?
0: No, no, it wasn't, unfortunately, because I would play the shit out of that game. Um, (laughs) Yeah, out of all the properties that they've adapted, why don't we have any good... Well, there are actually some serial killer games out there that I've played that I'm not proud to admit I've played, um, where you are just flat out trying to murder people in the worst ways yeah. oh manhunt. okay <laughs> well yeah no I never got around to that one but I I, I know the uh, the legends of it and I'm kind of glad I never got around to that one <laughs> no I played this one it was called party hard for a while oh it was so oh. like yeah retro type pixelated game but you, you were basically somebody that snapped because your neighbors were partying too hard so you went around killing everybody at all these parties Well, cheery game.
1: There, there is one that you would probably enjoy and not feel bad about it, where you're Uh basically a serial killer. Um, It's the Punisher. The, the old kind of. uh, I say old. It's probably about ten years old now. The, they released one of the games shortly after the first film came out, or yeah, the second first film came out. Um, You know, the one that's not Dolph Lundgren, Thomas Jane
0: one. Not been able to. Oh, it's right. Oh my God, it's on. Uh, is that the movie? That's yeah. the movie. Damn it. Let's say it's on Steam right now for four bucks. Bye. Bye. No.
1: no. Resist the temptation. You've probably got it on Netflix. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually own that Punisher. I own the Thomas Jane and, and John Travolta Punisher, and I will defend it to my last breath. It's a good movie.
1: It wasn't terrible. There are a couple of problems with it. Yeah. You know, decent enough film. Get me entertained for a couple of hours. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But. Um, yeah, I've looked for that one on various sites, and i never been able to find a decent copy. I've always wanted to play that
1: Punisher one because I have it on actual yeah. physical copy somewhere. Yeah, nice, nice. I remember yeah, I think being it was fun. One of those
0: rarities. I, I don't think I've ever really seen it as a download opportunity.
1: Well, um, I don't know if you remember. Uh, do you remember I brought up Toonstruck quite a while ago?
0: Yeah, Talking yeah, about games it. that
1: we loved. I think it was actually back in November 2015 that we actually talked about that kind of thing. You know, yeah, it was
0: our you Thanksgiving know. one. Yeah, Thank you.
1: Because uh, I, I went back to have a look. I thought, I'll listen to it and see if this is where I mentioned it. Um, I had a look at uh, GOG recently and typed in Toonstruck, and it was released in November 2015 on GOG. Wow, okay. I don't know if I actually got around to mentioning that. So if anyone's looking to play that one, Go there because it's yeah. awesome and fun, and it's got Christopher Lloyd in it. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna ah. put that on my list.
2: Yeah. Just like the Back to the Future games, which you should play. It's true.
1: Yes, which I haven't gotten on right to, but you know,
2: the the voice actor they got from Marty sounds re- like Michael J. Fox. Yeah, is that the old school ones, or is that the Telltale one? It's the tale, t- it. t- Telltale. T-
0: them, yes. That one, yeah. <laughs> I can't say the T words. <laughs> yeah. The T T Telltale. There, I know we probably said this on our wish list one too. But remember, there's a Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale game coming out soon. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Tying in with the movie, they will release it sometime in May. I would think. Assume
0: they're smart. It doesn't take long to make those. <laughs> no, well, you know, it is a good production if they keep up their standards, man, because it's always been about the good acting and, and good writing for those, hopefully. Yeah, then the technical side, yeah, it's basically an animated, you know, animated kind of point and click adventure game with some mini game stuff, but uh, they, they always nail the story and the, the, the acting graphics. Excellent. All right, guys, I think we should call it a night or morning for some of us, all
1: of us at this point. Uh, So. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you you for inviting me.
0: (laughs) Again, you can be found on, uh, yeah, Tangents Abound right here on this network. And who true freaked is back.
1: Yup
0: Mr. Walker. Yay, back. yay! And, uh, always click that Amazon link if you're buying stuff from Amazon mm-hmm. off of our webpage, because it helps keep the hamsters running in the wheels, it keeps our servers going, we world school like that. <laughs>
1: keeps the pigeons uh, delivering the
0: emails. Yeah, of course, I also do weekly heroics and Fear the Walking Dead cast, and occasionally mindless drivel, um, that's it. So... Bye now kids. Bye-bye. No councils for Old Men Bye. at yahoo.com. Email us. No Councils for Old Men is exclusive to the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network. It is produced by Scott McGregor and David Walker. You can reach us at No Councils for Old Men at yahoo.com. All comments, questions suggestions and criticisms are welcome and will be right on the podcast thanks again for joining us and don't forget if you shop amazon.com why don't you do it from the link on our main page at twotruefreaks.com no consoles for old men show